Hey everybody, Jay Shlansky here from the Fifth Trooper Network. I just want to take a moment to thank you for checking out this show. Did you know that over at thefifthtrooper.com we have tons of other content, including blogs, other podcasts, all kinds of stuff. In addition, if you want access to exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper and join at any level and you'll get access to uh, exclusive blog articles, access to our private Discord, and much more. So please, Check us out, and thank you so much for all your support. Welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels Podcast. I'm Hercules Rockefeller, and I'm here with Santa, the Dread Pirate Roberts, and Mike. Hey! What's up, gentlemen? Hello Hello there, children! (laughs) We're getting ready for Christmas here in the North Pole, and I'm so very excited that you invited me. I hope you boys have been nice this year. I don't want to bring the scoundrels coal. I hope you talk like that the entire cast. I don't think I can uphold this. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone listens to our RPG podcast, they know I'm terrible at accents. You start off strong. It's all right. You start off strong. (laughs) It's hard to hold. Hard to hold accents that are, that takes a lot of work. Yes. For an extended period of time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they always like when i listen to them back they're always just dumber versions of me <laughs> and i'm already dumb enough like, you know, just, like I, I, I shouldn't do this <laughs> it's just you with, like with like a really crappy like yeah, you yeah. Know, probably pretty racist accent yeah yeah <laughs> most definitely every yeah. time yeah. whenever, whenever i dm'd I... dnd like half the npcs were just horrible british accents yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I did yeah. a real, a real weird southern drawl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you tried to, and then uh, recently, I, I don't want to give too much away, but I have a very like East Coast, like nineteen twenties announcer, like, like thing the going on. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> extra, extra. Read yeah. all about it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I only have so many accents in my. <laughs> repertoire i definitely can't do english or anything so here we are i'm santa yep yeah so this is going to be our halloween episode um spooky yeah. it's scary good <laughs> kyle was busy so i'm standing in um and of course you guys just dressed in your costumes this is what i look like all the time right um and uh yeah we're gonna talk we're gonna talk some legion today we're gonna do some trick-or-treating on our on our legion cast with units uh but mm-hmm. first santa has yes. a special santa message good boy <laughs> i shouldn't do it in the santa voice. please don't <laughs> please, <yes. laughs> uh, <laughs> well i'm gonna take this down this serious serious face but for those of you watching the video um this is yeah. all kinds of bad shit but anyways 
So, uh, yeah, a little announcement, big announcement, actually. Um, I want everyone to know that we're making some changes with our cast. So uh, this cast, the Notorious Scoundrels, the biggest change that's going to happen here is you won't have to see see or hear my stupid voice uh, anymore. I'm going to be moving over to uh, the Fifth Trooper podcast as well as Tim. Tim Hannon is going to be joining me as my co-host on the Fifth Trooper podcast. Um, and we're kind of bringing that cast back to uh its roots uh when we first started the fifth trooper podcast more of a variety show that talks about legion at or whatever we want during that episode um and then ish yeah legion ish and then uh (laughs) that'll leave hercules and mike to to talk about more competitive stuff so uh kyle doesn't have to uh give in to my whims of hobby and nonsense so you guys could go back to high competitive and we'll go to nonsense. Um, and Santa's found other places for those elves from the fifth trooper to work. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, um, Evan and uh, Nick and Austin are going to be working on different stuff. Uh, there is a chance that Austin and Nick will rotate on the fifth trooper. Uh, podcast is our rotating third because I, I, you know, Kyle and I talk about this like the three is like a really nice number to have on a podcast. Um, but yeah, well, you know, I think my goal is to get back into like interviewing members of the community and like doing doing more of what we used to do back in the day. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and yeah, so those are those are the big changes coming yeah, and, and next week they'll start. So yep, starting yeah. next week it'll be Mike and and Kyle. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm just on for this week but right. it'll be mike yeah. and kyle um and uh, rotating third so for um for scoundrels yep. and we're gonna we're gonna refocus on i, I mean we're still like 70 percent competitive mm-hmm. i'd say um but we're gonna go back to kind of just focusing primarily on competitive stuff because um you know we've kind of found through a feed for through user feedback and such that that's what people want out of scoundrels so yep um i tried to change the scoundrels but it didn't (laughs) take (laughs) they keep coming back (laughs) 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 yeah Yeah, so um yeah it'll be exciting Uh, i think it'll be be a chance for both casts to kind of differentiate a little bit um we have a lot of podcasts on the fifth trooper (laughs) network so um well, I think it's, um, you know, it's funny when I was thinking about this change, it just, it kind of brings us back to our roots yep. uh, and this kind of where we were, you know, and I, I think that's what people liked and that's what made sense. And, you know, so we'll, you know, one of the big things with the Fifth Trooper podcast is just kind of uh, bringing that back to a regular basis, weekly basis. And, you know, um, yeah, just, you know, anchoring down the the brand again with the fifth trooper podcast so i'm excited yeah i'm looking forward to it it'll be good tim you don't look as excited he's like sitting there going, yeah <laughs> he's he's a pirate he can't it's like against his brand look so that was actually me fighting the urge to do an accent but here we're gonna put down anchors for sure I was, I was really trying to stifle that, and that was just you were seeing the visual. I'm also trying to figure out why I look so damn pale today, but whatever. Um, so you're, a ghost. you're a ghost pirate. Uh, evidently, yeah. 
need more time on the waves in the so, sun. Thanks. How many more podcasts do I need to put you on before like the rest of Stabcast kicks you off? Like, what are we looking at? Like, oh, what's the I, number? Some of them will watch this and be like, "Tim, what the hell?" So it'll be great. <laughs> that's how they're going to find out. Yeah. I'm not telling them. They'll find not out. Not Ben, because we we got Ben on another one. <laughs> oh yeah, I made sure we got Ben before this happened. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, they we made an offer to take over Stabcast, and they said no. So I'm just finding different ways to do it now. You offered <laughs> Ryan a cheeseburger. That's not the same thing. Yeah, I thought it was an even trade. <laughs> I mean, you said yes for a flight of flight of tequila and a taco. So I mean, and that's very on brand for me. Yes, <laughs> that is. Yeah, yeah. That's a little story for everyone. That was the whole thing. I, I, we were going to all these Legion events, and every time I saw one of the other Stabcast members, I, I would buy them dinner and be like, okay, now we own you now. And so <laughs> Tim was the only one that was 100% bought in. So yeah, the rest of them said flight. no. It's fine. <laughs> that's, very, that's very mobbish. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you work for me now. Yep. Oh, yep. you enjoying that pizza? Guess who you work for. <laughs> All right. Uh, so today we're going to do trick or treat with Legion units. Oh. Which basically means that we're going to talk about some units that people think are good but aren't, or at least that we think aren't, and some units that people think are bad that are actually good. So, hmm. And it could uh, be our own people right here. That's right. <laughs> I was say, this could cause disagreements. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who this wouldn't say? be a very interesting podcast if it didn't, yeah. right? <laughs> I, I don't know. We're all dressed up. I think it's going to be interesting either way. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's start. I'll start. I'm going to do one um, that has been near and dear to my heart. All right, Hercules. For many years. It. And that is Jedi Luke. People think that Jedi Luke is good. And he's not. I uh, think he's, he's a treat but he's actually a trick see what we did there that's right halloween you're gonna yeah. have to <clears throat> oh yeah i know i'm gonna have to elaborate expand on yeah. that, because please. because you're that's wrong rough. but i'd like to i'd like to understand <laughs> your premise okay so for what you're paying for him which is almost yoda points um like he just doesn't do enough you know you got to take into the fray now in his one training slot so he doesn't die uh from stormtroopers punching him to death um, so he's only throwing the seven black in melee, you know, and the lists that you want to run him in and rebels, like he just doesn't, he just doesn't, the, the stuff that you used to support Luke with primarily at rebel troopers, uh, just aren't very good anymore. So, okay. But isn't that a problem with rebel troopers and the stuff? So here's, here's my issue with the statement is that okay. I think. Uh, operative Luke is good. It's just rebels suck. Therefore, there are no good lists with operative Luke in it. But there are plenty of uh, there aren't plenty. There is at least <laughs> one good rebel list <laughs> force user in it. Um, and that force user is not Jedi Luke. It's Soka. It's not, it's neither Luke. It's neither version of Luke. It's neither Luke. Yeah. I would. I, I'm. I'm not sure that that's totally true. Uh, it is at least Commander Luke. We saw Commander Luke basically run in that capacity at Crucible. It was fine list. Um, yeah. But I think. I think. Um, I think you could pr- put Operative Luke in that list and cut some stuff, and it would still be very good. I. I also think. I, th- I think it's worth mentioning how freaking amazing Luke's cards are. Like 
he just does so many things that command the battlefield in addition to being a focus piece. Like, even if you use none of his cards, I think he's still good. But even though you work some of those command cards in there where you're you're canceling your opponent attacking or even taking control of your opponent and then attacking yourself or, you know, like getting to attack twice, whatever, however you want to do it. Like you're doing all kinds of wacky things while also getting to disengage for free. Yeah. All the time. So here, my take on this, and we've talked about, I, I played a significant amount of operative Luke and uh, my take on this was he was good, but with some of the rules changes and the fact that, once you go off with Luke and do your thing, the rest of your army really suffers uh, and it's hard to hold up. So so once Luke is gone, but like the things that used to make him good just through rules, clarifications and changes have have stopped him from being good. Vis-a-vis force push and recover. Have you served your mastered well on Yoda's luminous turn yet? No. So I don't think I've you can dump all the tokens. You anymore. totally can. You totally did they can. Ch- did they change it back? It is a hundred percent. You can. It came up in my yep. game on Saturday, Sunday. It's gross when it happens. It's really and upsetting. and I had to play around <laughs> it. So a you can do that. B I think that that like Jay. I think to your point. I think the issue with Operative Luke, if there is an issue, is that. Right now, the only good things in Rebels are characters. Those characters require you to take their command cards. Luke wants you to take all six of his. I think that's fair. That's you know, fair. and well, and I think the, his the, problem too is he's he's an island, right? Like, so not only are you taking all six of his command cards, he's really just out for himself, and so I think that's why the rest of your army suffers. You know, no matter what uh he's got going on well the command card thing is definitely one of the reasons why um at least relative to ahsoka ahsoka is a more appealing choice because obviously she only has three um but even like in those for those other three cards since she has defend she's still getting a significant dodge benefit yeah on the cards on the on your other characters command cards uh which luke has to play his command cards just to get dodges um so obviously he hits a little bit harder and he has disengaged but ahsoka also has two training slots so you can put tenacity and into the fray in there and then suddenly she hits as hard if not harder than luke does um obviously she doesn't have master of the force or disengage but i would argue that she's more durable in certain circumstances yeah um luke's film is so good look at this look at this they're doing this in all their media and in this game ahsoka 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 over luke this is this is so <laughs> crap. I'll tell you that. I mean, I don't think Ahsoka is better than Luke, to be completely clear. Well, not in a... I mean, look, she's also, what, 25 points cheaper? She's 30 points cheaper. But 30 yes. points cheaper? Oof. Yes. I, I just, really... like... I mean, obviously, it's not a fair comparison, but... Uh, I mean... I don't think Luke is 30 points better than Ahsoka. Although I still think Luke is really good. I don't think he's 30 points better. For me, ah. it's the, the the turning point for me with Luke was the deflect change. Because when you don't have a choice with your training slot, you basically have to put into the fray in there. Um, like he, he really does not hit that hard or as hard as you feel like he should for a 190 point beat stick unit. Because he doesn't have the same support abilities that like the other, you know, 190 to 200 point force users have. Um Luke is Luke is a destruction engine, basically, uh, and 
like when when you have to when you can't take tenacity with that one training slot um you know the seven black dice you're just whacking stuff with seven black dice like it's fine but it's not that much better than commander luke yeah i mean and how um, many times have you son of skywalker and like whiffed on a good chunk of those with those black dice too and you're just like well that was worthless you know yeah i saw i saw al Paz do that at worlds and it was so sad he just like whiffed with two mm-hmm. shots at once it was awful i've done it many times yeah, yeah it happens yeah those black dice are fickle mm-hmm. They're just, um, it, it's, it's the same i know we did that roll off years ago right where we rolled the two black dice versus the white and the black for the snipers to see yeah. which one was better i think it was you and bushman did it kyle but like <laughs> um the black dice they just especially when they're stapled onto a unit like that you just like you want them to hit harder and they just they're just black dice so they they don't hit as hard as in your mind you think they should you know you guys really need to find a way to get some more aim tokens. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> black, black dice are great. <laughs> Why how, do, how do rebels do that, Mike? Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I think you're both, I think you're both right, though. Right? I think there's a problem with OP Luke, but then also it's a it's a faction problem as well right it's it's, two it's, things. it's yeah. yeah it's two different things and the faction really requires support units where where uh, uh op luke is a cowboy you know and he's and so the rest of your army is getting dumped because he's got to go do what he's he has to go do it right and so you have to run another hero with him and but but he costs so much that it's hard to do that yeah, so. I mean, I, I think he's a pretty high. I would I would put Operative Luke in the high variance category. Like, um, like I played against Droid's Rule in the uh, quarterfinals of Invader on Sunday. He was playing Operative Luke. I was playing Yoda Star. It was a close game. Um, like, you know, he played him very well. And uh, in fairness, he went like twelve for fourteen on his first fourteen saves with him. But nice. like, um. You know, I mean, like, it, it's one of those things where, like, if you can't kill him on his initial, like, dive, like, you're kind of screwed. Um, disengage is really good. Mm, it, is. it is. It is. It is a monstrously good. And so, I don't know. I just, I think, I think the problem with Jedi Luke is that there's no shell that really wants him right now. And that is a symptom. That is a faction symptom to me as opposed to it. A unit's a symptom. I'll yeah, give you maybe he's a little expensive. Okay. But I I still think, even with your explanation, right, Mike, I still think it's still, he's still a trick. Because I think people want to take him and they, they're trying to slot him in and fit him into stuff, but you, it, it's just not doable right now for whatever, whatever the reason is, right? Fair enough. Jedi Luke, a trick. Ho, right. ho, ho. <laughs> All right. who, else, who else has one he's getting cold uh, uh you want to do yours timmy Bull? sure i i think a lot of people and this is maybe already controversial just saying this but as someone who used to love them i think a lot of people think dewbacks are really good and i'm sorry but right now with the current rules as they are right now they're just not i think they were in a really cool spot and then certain rules changed to where now they can be seen all over and now they can't withdraw into melee. And it's just like, there's so many things that this creature trooper rules just murder them. I think they were really cool. Now that's, I'm like, there's certain players out there that can play them really well. I played uh, Mickey last time I was in Dallas and he wiped the floor with me with his Vader triple dues. 
but he's also played that list a ton. He's also an expert player. Uh, and also, even after that game was done, he's like, yeah, the dubacks still aren't great. Because those were arguably the weakest part of his list. I was he succeeded say, in spite of the dubacks rather than right. because yeah, of the exactly. Dubacks, yeah. Very much so, yeah. Who when are you these say, like mythical dubac players that think they're good? Yeah. I, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, right. thanks, Mike. I'm like, oh. when you say a lot of people think dubacks are good, what circles are you talking I to? I swear, every every term I look at, I see there are always these people like, oh, I'm going to bring dubacks because they're so cool or I can have all this stuff to do. I'm like, or they're just going to die. Or they're just going to die. Hmm. And you're going to be sad. Interesting. Uh, it's, yeah, I just, I want them to be good again, but there's just so many changes that happen to them. Again? But, Whoa! There was, a, there was a brief five-minute period where they were really good, and I would paint myself as a good. decent dubac. It's when they dropped, the yeah, when they, they dropped their good. points. When yeah. they yep. dropped the points, they for about a month yeah, they were but, good. Between between really the what was it the the pre CRB rules update or sorry yeah. the pre CRB balance change and then the CRB rules update. Yeah, were they were decent. Um, I'm still again. I'm still bitter from taking them the worlds and then realizing with the changes that like FD can can now see them perfectly with like almost sometimes like felt like no cover and it was just oh, it was just awful. It was awful when you think you could hide and you just can't hide. It just feels real bad. Yeah. And when you can't like everything you can get on buildings except you. Yep. yep. Well, you yep. can't hide from me. I see you, you when have... you're sleeping. <laughs> I know when you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> I see the tail of your dewback. For goodness' sake, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I played against a creature trooper. To be honest, I think tons are still really good. I mean, that's a what? whole other conversation we could have. But <laughs> yeah, let's... I, I they got. They got... <laughs> I mean, ever people talk about like the the climb rules being bad for wookies, but. I mean, they were really bad for creature troopers. Oh my That's God. fair. Because um, creature awful. troopers are melee units. And when every unit in the game, almost every unit in the game, can get on top of a building except you, yep. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's kind of a problem. Yep, Tauntauns hop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to get so, around, you're trying to get in the melee, you're trying to get around things, you have to like, walk all the way around, they just keep outrunning you, and it's it's just awful. And now, again, you can't just like ping pong, or uh, not ping pong, excuse me, uh, pinball your way like through and just withdraw into melee withdraw into melee i guess which so it feels bad technically you still can it's just at a much lower speed which i think is um i think that was a good change for the game because there were a few things that were more frustrating than having like a bunch of tauntauns just running rampaging through your army at full speed I mean, uh, being able I to guess. Yeah, I just, but... I, I don't know that it would be a problem in today's meta. Yeah, I, I think there's, I think it would be fine. I think it would be. <laughs> I don't even think they would make it to most enemy lines. I mean, well, also now, like, <laughs> think about taking some dubacks against like a, a Wookiee defender list. You're just gonna die. You're just gonna get murdered. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. But they've always yeah. been skew lists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Y- even when Tauntauns were like top meta, they still had trouble against. Uh, Alpatine, which yep, and and, and double heavies, yep. um, which were specifically like anti tauntaun lists. Yep. Um, so, which I think it's I think it's fine for skews, um, because there were lots of other games where the tauntauns would just literally like with minimal nuance just run you over. Yep, uh, because Ram is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's that's whatever. 
Okay. It's not RAM that makes them silly. It's the, or at least that, that made them silly. It was the the old disengage rules and their speed, and nimble um, and and how and tough they were for season, season, what you were sorry, paying for the them. Agile. Agile is very good. Yeah. 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 Move, move, get two dodges, attack, ram. It's fine. Everything's fine here. Anyway, but that's a different unit. Dubacks don't have any of that shit. So <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Armor one and armor one. Armor one. Oh, yeah. one. Wow. Yeah. Good thing there's no impact out there. So that's fine, everybody. Yay. Yeah. All right. So anyway. uh Dubacks, uh bad. bad. Trick. Yeah. They, they are trick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They are razor blades in your Reese's. It's a great band name, by the way. Like a Halloween-themed <laughs> like, punk rock band. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We are Razor Blades in the Reese's. This is making Santa uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Poison right. the apples? How about that? So that was two things that people think, allegedly, are good, but are, in fact, bad. Um, what about something that people think is bad, but is, in fact, good? Okay, hear me out. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say Rebel Z6 squad. And here's why. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yep. So Rebels are struggling right now. We just talked, we touched on that with OP Luke, right? There's only a couple lists that are actually decent. I think some of the big problems are they have t shirt saves and they don't output a lot of damage, right? And so I've just been thinking a lot about this lately. And I think that if, I think going back to Z6 squads may be a good solution for them to add some firepower so that the rest of the army's not as dead on arrival when you're when you're putting a list on the table. Because I think as, as much as it's a slot machine with Z6, um, seeing and I understand fire support and all that with 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 Gar, but seeing the Z6 from Gar on the table and how much dice they're putting out, like I think we're at a point in the game where we need to bring that back. So you're, it, it's a slot machine, but you're giving yourself more chances of actually doing more wounds. Um, especially if you have a hero like OP Luke, who's off doing his own thing and you need to like hold the line on the other side of the table, you know, having uh, what is it? It's 10 dice. Having 10 dice is not a bad thing to have to throw at people at range three. Yeah. I think my struggle with that is, um, I've played a lot of Rebel C6. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at the Rebel list archetypes that are successful, you know, it's basically Cassian, Vets, Ahsoka, Snipers, sometimes FDs. Um, those are all things, for the most part, that have either critical marksman or sharpshooter, like ways to just directly bypass cover without having to mm -hmm. actually get units out of cover. Um, and you look at, like, a lot of the Rebel units that are suffering, and it's, it's all the stuff that doesn't have that right because rebel units more so than other factions tend to have like smaller dice pools but keywords that ignore other defenses like pierce and high velocity right um you look at all the rebel characters that have small dice pools but they have pierce um and that was kind of like like their shtick but now that all those pools are just bouncing all the time um the stuff that's left has critical marksman sharpshooter okay um and the Z6, even though it's 10 dice, it's not really that good at generating crits because it doesn't have critical. Like, you you know, the vets obviously are more expensive. Uh, but um, a Mark II plus a vet is, what, 112? 112 yeah. points? Um, 
and two Z sixes is what is one twenty. One twenty. Yeah. So the Z sixes are still more expensive. So you've got you you know you can either take two units with a critical or two units without critical, and the latter is more expensive. Um, and what makes the Gar Z six so good are two things. The first is surge tokens, which makes a huge mm -hmm. difference on a Z six pool, and the second is just generally token support, right? And the third, obviously, is fire support itself, where you can usually add those 10 dice to another pool, preferably one that also surges or has critical or something. Um, so those are all things that like really supercharge the Z6. And I know that the Rebel Z6 is cheaper, but it's not it's not that much cheaper. You know, phase one Z6 is 74 points. Yeah. Um, so and obviously that's apples to oranges. But let me but... ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Kyle. Okay. With a Rebel Z6, what what are what's my odds of of hitting and overcover? So the average for Rebel Z6 is uh three and a half hits. Um so most of the time overcover. one and a half overcover, which is not good. Mm -hmm. Um you know, and on 10 dice, you're gonna get one crit, sometimes two. I mean, it, clearly it's a slot machine. Sometimes you get like five, right? Mm -hmm. But on average, on 10 dice, you're going to get one crit. Okay. Um, so you're going to get one crit. One. Sometimes one of those hits is going to count. Uh, and so you're getting like one to two past cover, typically. Um, and they can't fire at range four, like vets can, which is a huge uh, in today's situation. Well, where just like the you... one weapon can fire at range four. Sure, but it's a yeah, weapon yeah. with four dice and critical two. Yep. Um, so, uh, and for me, that range four thing, especially is like a big deal breaker between, even if you just compare the DLT, the rebel DLT to the Z six, um, cause rebel troopers are made of peanut brittle and range three is like the deadliest, you know, other than range saying, that's, two. that's what I was just, it's like say, the deadliest that, engagement range. That's the biggest problem for it is that they just die at range three. Once you get to range, like that's the other thing with, at least with the guard Z six is you have red saves to hide behind, which is nice. And a million dodge tokens. And a million, yeah. And barrier. Wow. You too, Tim. And Guardian sometimes. I I think I listen, I remember when the Rebel Z6 was really <laughs> scary. That was when the game first started. <laughs> that was, you know, six years ago, however long ago that was. But, yeah, yeah. it takes the challenge. Yeah. I mean, we were picking one or two models out of units. Right. And you were happy to do that. You were like, oh, I did some damage. You know, yeah. it's like I right. I killed one mm -hmm. model out of like a rebel trooper unit that, woo, you know, yeah. like, now we're out here wiping squads. Yeah. Now I'm like, I shot that rebel unit and it didn't die. <laughs> like, I didn't one shot it. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Like, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was well below average. Um so yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think Kyle, you hit it on the nose for me there. I think so, Jay. I think to your point, I think the Rebel Z six is like a high variance play that I think if the defense was just like a little bit better, I think might be like defendable. In that, like Rebels, I think need to be doing the amount of damage the Rebel Z six can output. It's just like as soon as it makes it to range three, it just gets vaporized instantly. Mm. And I think like not being able to operate in the range four band is a deal breaker for me, for sure. Yeah. And if they, if they were a little cheaper or if like rebel dodge spam was easier to do or cheaper, yeah. um, I think it'd be, it'd be more interesting, uh, more interesting conversation. 
Um, but then I think you'd probably still just take the DLT unless the you were DLT like super strapped better. for points. The DLT hits harder at range three mm-hmm. and you can shoot at range four if you need to. Yep. Um, so I don't know. You know, if Rebel it was D6. like six, <laughs> it's a treat for Jay <laughs> for Santa. Excuse me. I mean, I think if you want to try and use the Rebel Z6, I think like fire supporting it with a Mark II, like sure is actually like pretty reasonable. Yep. Um, but that's like a lot of setup, a lot of orders that you, like you got to like invest in that. And, you know, I, I think if you want to try and make it work, that's what I would do. Yeah, because that's actually pretty scary. That average is like seven, I think, without aim tokens, because um, I remember trying that a couple times back in the day when the Mark II first came out. And it was actually like seven is pretty good, you know, for a couple of rebel units. It's just fire support is so much harder to set up in the rebel faction because your orders are usually going to your heroes you don't have director or anything like that mm. usually you got to buy like a comms tech and an uplink on your vets and then you have like 90 point vets um, nice <laughs> right <laughs> you know? so um it's just it's a lot harder to set up i think if the mk2 thing like if rebels could get orders to their core uh much more easily then i think there would be there'd be a conversation to have like one or two z6s in your in your list just to fire support with Mark twos. Um, Cause that's how you supercharge that Z6 pool. Then they could do a nice little clone impression there for frankly, a lot cheaper cost. Um, but yeah. So what you're saying is I have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's it's still throwing a lot of dice. So, I mean, there's always a chance for a crit. You know? but yeah. I mean, yeah. And I, and listen, there's a chance for a crit. I hear everything you guys are saying. And honestly, I haven't played it. Right. And so and that's generally how I learn is through playing. Uh, but it just was striking me, you know, just hearing Mike and and, you know, all the chatter about and the things I've seen, you know, guard to I was just like, well, you could maybe you could replicate it at least to a degree. Like, you know, we're at we're at a point in the game where throwing the most dice seems to be the best right now and so you know so how can i throw more dice uh that's so we'll see yeah anyways that was my pick i have one another rebel unit man we're just picking on the rebels today all right all right Um, i guess they they are in a pretty yeah this is this is one that i think is good yeah this is supposed to be good and uh we talked about this on our internal discord the other day but han solo Mm. Um, oh yeah specifically as a yoda counter because his cards are great in that context. Um, his attack is still garbage with the new cover rules. Um, boy needs sharpshooter too. <laughs> so bad. Um, it's yeah, it's really bad. It's, Between that and dodge tokens and, and dodge tokens. Yeah, if he yeah. if he had like sharpshooter two and high velocity, <laughs> which I mean, it's Han Solo, right? Like he's you know every time he shoots somebody, they die. That's what he does. Get like quick um, shot or something. Yeah, like high velocity. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Keep going. Keep if, going. if any pistol should have high velocity, it's Han Solo's, right? Um, anyway, uh, but the cards, because Yoda is, I mean, we talked extensively about Yoda, obviously, last week. Um, but on that big fire support turn, uh, this was actually Mike's idea. Throw an Ewok unit in your list. Ewoks have six wounds. If you want to like beef them up to seven or eight, you can do that for relatively cheap. Use the new corner peeking rules to just throw the one guy out there. Um, and then use reckless diversion on them. And then that big 20 dice fire support uh, 
if they're at range three of the of the Ewok, which if you're setting it up like this, they should be, um, they can only kill one model. And then the second fire support can also only kill one model. And every other attack for that turn, you know, for the first five or six activations. So, so what you've just said, in addition to everything else, is why Han is my most hated piece in this game. And I'm not <laughs> joking with you. I, you can ask people that have played me with Han. Several times, Han has almost made me quit this game. Like, straight up. <laughs> when I went to LVO one time, I almost just left. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to the strip because I'm done. I, he never dies. I'm, I have a stress ball, thank God. He never dies. He's invincible. <laughs> and he's just... And you say his, his, his attacks suck. Magically, he always throws double crits against me. So I just take two nice. models okay. and two models. So he's always yeah. killing everything. He's I mean, most invincible. attacks are good if you just throw 100% crits, but... I love yeah. Yoda. And like yeah. you said, he's the anti-Yoda. I think having a zero pip card should be illegal. That's, <laughs> and the fact that you, the way he can just completely sabotage you as a player is so antithetical to how I've not just played Legion, but like how I am as a person. He is the antithesis of everything I am as a player, as a person. And I wish every time I see him, it's it's like the scene out of The Last Jedi where like you just want everything to fire on that man. I just become Kylo Ren. Like, like everything shoot him. To which I even had a That's what he wants. Me, That's what he wants you to do, Tim. I've even had opponents tell me, like, wow, you really hate him. And I go, Yes, yes, I do. I truly do. <laughs> I think it is a I think you're insane to underestimate a Han solo. A good Han player is disgusting. Um, and then obviously if reckless diversion fails you, you can just play change of plans on that luminous turn. So change of plans that's that car shouldn't exist. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it is a good thing those it's, effects. Are I think in so the too. game, particularly, yeah. I think in this uh, point in the game's lifespan, um, it puts some like checks and balances on some things. Um, like if it be if like a command card is like way too good like like han can become an answer right um which which i think is a nice off-ramp design wise to to have um so are you saying he's good kyle i'm saying he's good okay i i concur i i feel strongly enough that i'm considering bringing him to pax mostly because i know that what i should do if i want to do well is uh, get reps in with Yoda before then because I know that Yoda would speak to me um, but all the cool people are doing that already and I gotta be hip because I haven't you know so um, and Han, Han shoots from the hip so there you go that's right I mean I would love it if you brought Han to PAX I don't think he's <laughs> good <laughs> so good I said I was considering it yeah but. Plus, um, you can do like the weird, like with the Ewok list, you can do the weird guardian thing where they can guardian crits for him and stuff like that. I don't think that's a game winning strategy, but it's really frustrating to play against. Well, like it's it like daisy chains through C3PO's ability and things like uh, that to make it so like they have protector and then can guardian for him. And yeah, it's just a whole bunch of garbage. But you got to play Bright Tree in order to have access to that effect, right? That's true. 14 act Bright Tree is a thing. And do you still have to? Is it still the CRB that it has to be within range one of 3PO? Is it a within they effect? It? No, that's a, no way. I don't think so. Look it up. I'm looking it up right now. I'm, I, uh, I, they put it a within a, effect on Bright Tree Village. 
<laughs> oh, it is within. Oh, man. I'm sorry, guys. That's so bad. I guarantee you <laughs> most people are not playing it that way, but that's what it is. I yeah, guarantee yeah. you they're not either. <laughs> Just so everybody's clear, that means your entire unit has to be in range one. Yeah. Within. within. That within doesn't mean that be like you got to have them. They can't even. Every port, every every part every of every base of every model in the unit has to be entirely within range one of three PO for you to that's, use the guard. That's the effect. worst keyword in the game. Is within. It's not a keyword. I know. I'm, it's not a keyword. <laughs> well, it's reserved usually for things like deployments and I know, I know. objectives where it makes sense. Uh, and there are two occasions where it seems to be obviously a typo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that would be lead from the front, and then three PO's guardian. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's what it is. So Ewok players, just FYI. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said something. I actually didn't know that. I learned anything today. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that either. I don't <laughs> think it really matters. But no, it's not a game winning strategy. <laughs> Probably not. But again, it is very frustrating to see. <laughs> yeah. When Han has Guardian like 10,000, you're just like, oh, okay. This is great. I'm still unsure, unclear on how you actually use that on Han. Because they have Guardian um, mm-hmm. while they're within range. It's not like a steamed leader when it'll oh, be active when It has to be specifically shot. 3PO being the target. Yeah. They well, just have it. No. no. It doesn't have to be 3PO. It doesn't have to be. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 They just gain Guardian when they're close enough to 3PO. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, which is interesting. That's not true. While they're within range 1 of C3PO, Ewok Trooper units gain Guardian 2 C3PO. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't work. And this is why we're moving Tim to the fifth trooper podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 in Tim's defense, I've heard somebody say this. Uh, Yeah, someone elsewhere that that, yeah, someone said they did the research. So I I suspect (laughs) they they said they did the research. (laughs) I suspect the way that you have to make this work. Just because the the people that are talking about it, like and in you, Tim, like definitely know their stuff. Like, I think you probably also have to have a steam leader in addition to yes. divine influence. Yes, because the absolutely. second sentence, I I don't think relies on the first. Right, because it was Han had esteemed. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's how it was working was Han had esteemed and it was like, yeah, I definitely had to ask him to explain it several times. It was like, I don't like, I, I believe you, but I don't understand what's going on. The crit thing <laughs> does not apply to 3PO specifically. Correct. Uh, it says yeah, while yeah, using yeah. Guardian, it doesn't say while using Guardian right. C3PO. Okay. Right. right. Exactly. Um, yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Anyway. All right. That makes sense. Fun Han times. See, but look at all the fun you can have with Han. The disgusting creature that he is. It's just a bad time. He's just he's, he's got guy. he's got tricks. He does have tricks. Yeah. He's maximum shenanigans. Which ironically in this segment makes him a treat. There you go. Yep. But um <laughs> it wasn't even I mean this is a half joke, but I mean it's no, true. Yeah, you hit it. Yeah. Well, you just brought down this whole part of the podcast. Thanks a lot, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> starting to question my decisions now. Have you got to be alone let's... with this guy on another podcast? Oh man. No, no, not right. alone. Well, let's let's do let's do one or two more. Um Okay. Mike, you put some in our chat that I feel like yeah. will enrage me. So uh <laughs> why don't you pick one of those? I honestly don't know that I've ever seen you enraged. So yeah, let's yeah. do that. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, you know. 
Um, do you care which of the four? I think they're all they're all um, probably maybe not equally in region, but they're all units that I think you would consider to be very good. I think there's one here that is obviously more controversial than the other four. Sure, sure, and that would be Anakin. Okay, yeah. Um, so I put Anakin on this list because I cannot count the amount of times that, um, people have told me that like Anakin needs to be nerfed and all this other stuff. Um, I I think, frankly, I don't think he's good enough. Um, in like a a like in a competitive setting, I really really don't think anakin cuts the mustard he is very efficient he does a lot of important things he does not have enough tools at his disposal to win the games that you actually need a jedi to be able to carry um once you start playing people that know what they're doing he just he he doesn't have he doesn't have you know the no time for sorrows effects or like there's just there's nothing he's got nothing he's all just his, a token battery all of this stuff makes your stuff harder to kill or hit and, harder and that's yes it. as yeah. soon as you start losing with an anakin list there's no way back because you don't have anything in your back pocket um and the only reason anakin lists have succeeded in the past like frankly is because of padme and, and the reason that they succeed is because Padme's got tricks and she's actually able to affect the game state in a way that allows you to come back from a losing position. Anakin just lets you win more. Oh, ho, ho, take that, Kyle. <laughs> I, th- I definitely agree with you with uh, what his kit looks like. Um. I think where I disagree is the concept of uh, like a premium token battery essentially is what he is. Um, I think that still has a place because you said when he's winning, he's with Padme. Well, he's cheap enough that you can pair him with Padme and still have a bunch of other like beefy things to put in your list. Um, And, you know, there's there are lots of things in the game where their only job is to like be tough and kill things or to help your other units do that. And Anakin is probably the most expensive of those things. Um, But in my experience playing Anakin, I have found that to still be very valuable. Uh, I definitely agree that he is not a playmaker. I think so. Here's the thing. I I mean, I think we've both played a lot of Anakin. I think a lot of other people have played a lot of Anakin. I think there is a good fundamental reason that Anakin doesn't win tournaments and it's because he doesn't have the tricks. Anakin places very highly often because he can shoot people off the table and he can do the things that Gar is good at doing right now. But Anakin does not win tournaments because he's got no flair. He's got he doesn't have it. He just he's not there. He doesn't have the spice. I don't I don't know what to say. I've I've played like 150 I mean, I, games with I, Anakin. I'd like to point out, Kyle, that Hercules, that Kyle and I <laughs> had a conversation about this not too long ago. <laughs> about when Kyle went to a tournament and didn't bring Padme and didn't <laughs> do so great. But then I brought Padme and I did fine. 
Yep. So but, here but we are. I would I would argue, and this is going to be a hot take, I suspect, but <laughs> I think in a lot of those lists, you could swap Anakin for Kenobi, and you would still win the majority of the games that you won, and and it would be fine. It's not different enough to and and in Kenobi at least brings tricks. I'm not saying Kenobi is better than Anakin. That's silly and stupid. But like <laughs> <laughs> but but I think I was like I don't I, know, man. Uh, I think yeah. Anakin everybody paints Anakin to be like this big nightmarish thing in the room that's like unbeatable and I look at all these tournaments of like good players playing Anakin and they never take the tournament down. Like I've seen like maybe one or two large tournaments won by Anakin lists when there is a large majority of the field playing Anakin. He just doesn't get there. So one thing I will say about Anakin is that um, and I think maybe this is a credit to Legion itself but the games that I have lost with Anakin, I have still been ahead on kill points. Sometimes like vastly so. Um and you know that kind of speaks to the fact that like the thing he does is he he makes your units harder to kill and he makes them better at killing stuff. Um, but Legion's not all about killing stuff. No. So it's a big component of the game for sure. Um. But yeah, I I think there's something to your point. I think his cost and how effective he is at doing those things, uh, you know, making your list more efficient, are enough that you can take someone like Padme in your list and make it so that Anakin doesn't need to be the playmaker because something else in your list has tricks. Um, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. I really wanted to disagree with you, Mike, but now the, as you were talking, the more I was thinking about it, like I, I used to play a lot of Anakin and then, I mean, to be fair, it's been a while. And so I can't pretend that I'm still a good Anakin player, <laughs> but there was a time, but it's a, it was a different game space back then. Um, but even when I was, decent with him uh, Padme was there yeah <laughs> I was really trying to think of a time where she wasn't and like no he's he's got a point like yeah she's always there you need Padme Anakin Anakin is on rails when you put Anakin on the table your opponent knows what you're doing on turn six your opponent knows how the game is gonna play out if 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 they like are if they're good experienced at Legion, enough, right? Yeah. Like they, they know what the end state of that game is going to look like. They know exactly what you're going to do. You can't do anything that is going to trick them or or outplay them. Really, like you're just running an efficiency list and and trying to efficiency them into the ground. And sometimes that just doesn't isn't good enough. Sometimes they roll blocks, you know, and. What what do you do in that situation? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that's my that's my uh, play okay. instead. Real quick, <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> I have one, and it's just because we've been talking. I've been hearing rumblings throughout the community, and mine is Yoda. I think people think he's a treat, but he's actually a trick. And here's why. Now, so you got to defend that one because you... I don't think I do. I think it's a really easy defensible. <laughs> I think it's really easy. This seems a counterpoint to, like, directly to what we've just been talking about. I yeah. think, depending on the point he makes, I think he might be right, though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. yeah. a lot of pressure. Go on, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Spill your no. bag of secrets. So, 
Go ahead. What were you going to say, Go. Well, I just I would just like to point out that Mike has said that you're what, like 18 and 0 with Yoda? I'm closer to 25 and 0 at this point. But okay. anyways, please continue. <laughs> yeah, I just want to put that on context about this yeah. conversation. So I two things. I think I have two thoughts okay. on this. One, and this is something we've mentioned before. Yoda is extremely difficult to use. So I think what happens is a lot of people here, Mike saying what he just said about how he's 25 and 0 with Yoda and 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 people were asking for his list after our conversation we had and you know are really and they're like well Yoda I must have been missing something I'm going to get Yoda and I'm going to play him and I think it's a trap because I think it's a very high uh skill set in order to run him as someone who has run Yoda. Uh number 2 I think it's all about what surrounds him that makes him good. And we talked about this too, but Padme, right. Is what's putting him up there. Just like Anakin, because uh... I don't think, I don't think a Yoda chewy list hits the same way. I, I, I disagree with that, but okay. And also if that's the like... case, go no, sorry, go ahead, Tim. No, I was just gonna say, it's like caveat. your first point. My issue with that is saying it requires a high skills, uh, skill ceiling means that or floor or whatever. Nice that you're you're basically saying just yeah. don't try and i have a problem with that like no, you need to try you're I'm gonna not get don't try somehow. i'm saying that if you on a whim are listening to this podcast yes. and you just go oh i i'm gonna take this and go win that you're in for no. uh, uh hurting yeah yeah not on I'm not a saying whim, don't I'm try just saying, i'm just like, saying you're not good enough <laughs> listeners i believe in you i i think jay this is the point that i was hoping you were gonna make and you made it and i think yeah. you're right um i a lot of people have picked up the yoda list since over the last like month and i get a lot of people being like how do you win games mm-hmm. <laughs> and um the answer is very carefully um and 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 it's it is is i wouldn't say it's hard but like e- there's a lot of things you got to learn to play that list in the way that it needs to be. I also think that that list does not work if Padme ain't in it. That, to your credit, and there too. I think I think the only reason that list works is because Padme is there. Um, and I does does that mean Yoda is a is a trick? I, you know, in the same way that like Operative Luke wasn't or or was. Um, yeah, I think I think of that. You know maybe that's very possible so if padme is the real key here why are like pure clone lists with padme not good or at least not as good as yoda anakin lists with padme i mean i would argue that if you were gonna not take a jedi i mean like you still have to have padme (laughs) sure i you know how i would explain it is padme is like a bicycle and I don't mean that in the the bad way. What Keep I mean, going, I'm just please. trying to come up with a, a. But okay, so or 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 Yoda or, or Anakin's like a bicycle, but Padme's like putting an engine on it and making it like a motorcycle. So you could still go, and you're still gonna get where you're going. But if you add Padme to something, she's gonna make it go faster. But if you don't have the wheels to begin with, and you just put a motor, you're not you're still not going anywhere. I think sure, maybe but a motor by itself on the on the on the road doesn't go anywhere either. At least you can ride a bike somewhere. So yeah. 
I would extrapolate maybe Jay. This I don't know if this is maybe, maybe that's a bad analogy. Maybe maybe what you were trying to say. <laughs> so I was just this trying to get things really like, getting to no, me, boys. Yeah. Is this, some other analogy, please? Padme yes. is a unit that scales with the effectiveness of the units that, that she supports. If you are supporting a bunch of Phase One troopers and giving them dodge tokens and aim tokens, that's not nearly as good as feeding dodges and aims to full arcs being fire supported by things or like giving dodge tokens to yoda you know all of a sudden you know you can have like three dodge tokens on yoda before he even goes and does his atari thing like there can be like yoda with five dodge tokens on some turns you know and like and and that is are you are you so like let's just hypothetically say um you have a target priority between you can shoot at Yoda who has five dodge tokens or a clone trooper unit that has five dodge tokens. Who do you shoot at? You shoot at the clone trooper unit because you might actually kill something. You're not going to shoot Yoda. And you won't get deflected. And I mean, yeah, you won't, you also won't get deflected, but like the chances that you do any damage to Yoda, like even if you do damage to Yoda, it's like, you're not going to kill him. At least if you shoot the clones, you're going to like take a body off the board. And, and I think, or potentially take a body off the board and i think when it when it comes to aim tokens and stuff like the better your dice pool is the the more the more aim tokens matter right i mean i started toying around with putting targeting scopes in my list just to take advantage of the aim tokens off padme um like on those fire support shots uh i don't know we'll see how that is i don't want to like go down a yoda roll yoda padme hole here but i do think that when it comes to padme like the reason that she is good is is a like directly correlates to how good the thing is she's supporting to your point about why she's not in regular gun lines Kyle. yeah that's fair um but i think the conclusion there is that yoda's good in my opinion because yoda scales well with padme that's fair yoda's- um yeah and i i know that yoda is difficult to play um i personally dislike that as like a a way to say that a unit is bad um, or less good than people think simply because there are a lot of good players in this game. And, um, you know, personally, I've always believed that that's like the standard that you have to balance to because everything else will trickle down. And if most people can't be successful with a unit that's good, uh, I think it's fine. Okay. But Um, my argument here is it, we were seeing some of him. Right. Like yeah. we, we were seeing a little bit of him, not a ton, but we started seeing a little bit more and some interesting stuff. But if he was so good, you know what I mean? If he's that good, people would have been playing him more. Uh, it's, it's not like he was a secret unit. Like he's been out for a while. Like it's people just a, it's, there's he's a, capable of. But it's a totally different way to use him. I mean, it's kind of like with the Blizzard Force list when yeah, Blizzard yeah. Force first came out people were doing like double ATSTs and veers and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. uh, somebody um, was like, let's do operative Vader and bikes and that's it. And then suddenly it was like unlocked. Right. Right. Um, but that I was think something it was that... unlocked because of no, blizzard is kind of straight. Well, the original blizzard, we talked about this where it takes bad players, makes them good, takes good players, makes them great, and takes great players to be almost invincible, right? When you when you played that Blizzard. But Blizzard Yoda has does, a much, much higher floor than Yoda does. Yeah, Yoda does not do that. 
Yoda only checks like one or two of those boxes. I mean, sure. yeah, I think that, that those are all fair things. I also think like the only reason this list exists at all is because the points, the most recent points rebalancing, like the fact that arcs came down and Padme also came down um, was a pretty big, pretty big deal. Mm. Yeah, Yoda is a very expensive piece. Yep. Yeah, it makes it possible. Yes. Yeah. He's expensive because he's good. And and maybe the pass mechanic is maybe the biggest thing. Um, pass was also. I mean, there's a lot of things really. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's well, and and this contributes to Republic generally, not specifically just Yoda, yeah. but the the points for Yoda, the pass for Yoda, but also like the cover rules, since most things that are counters to clones have small dice pools, mm-hmm. right? Um, thing, things that bypass cover, like Pierce and High Velocity, tend to have small dice pools. Um, the choke nerf. Um, the um you know those are like the primary two things objectives being kind of devalued with the blue red player changes um because clone lists are not typically mobile so all of those things kind of accrue right yeah. to be good for clones generally and then some of those things are good for yoda specifically yeah. we could have a whole separate thing about that well and i, I think uh, sorry go ahead go ahead. no go ahead Jay. well i was gonna say too as we're going through this right like I think a, a unit being good or bad is also subjective, even just between the four of us. Sure. Because, like in my head, when I when I say Yoda's bad, I don't I don't mean he's bad in particular. I mean he's a bad unit for you to try to pick up and just start playing with. Because, you know, in my head, a good unit is something that anyone could pick up and start playing with. Like Blizzard was a good list. Because anybody could pick it up, you could build it, and you could start doing well with it, right? Like right off the bat, um, where you know there's certain like I think I think Operative Luke is one of those where you could you know in that in that regard he used to be a unit you could just pick up, put on the board, and start playing, and he would make plays whether or not you know he was very forgiving of mistakes, um, and and so in that regard Yoda is not forgiving of mistakes uh, and you know and that and so that's to me what makes a good unit because i think there's stuff that people have played and won with in this game that weren't good they just found they are just a good pilot or had a particular you know just saw through the matrix like what mike's doing right now you know and just saw through the matrix and went wait a second (laughs) you know and started playing something that just spoke to them um and knowing mike and his play style and like that not everybody plays like that there you know if at people, all people so. hate playing my version of yeah <laughs> like a lot it's true, it's true. But... i tried it once i tried it at lso it was god awful and i will never do that again that's you and you do you that's i all. will do me um speaking of uh yeah. kyle you had pointed out a bunch of stuff <clears throat> that like contributed to clones being good i want to put uh another thing up for a trick-or-treat i think every strike team that does not have the character echo in it is people still think are good with the exception of the bx commandos but they're actually very bad um i don't know how much of a hot take that is but i think they're tremendously bad now uh okay go on i think uh there are two units that are uh basically in every rebel and gar list right now one is cassian the other is echo um, and I would I would say that in about 50% of your games, you're going to play against one of those two lists once you make like 
I don't know, top 32 or top 16. And they eat strike teams alive um, because of how um, strike teams work now with you, you pull the second guy as opposed to the leader. And then, you know, you just get last firsted and your strike team's gone or heaven forbid you go real early and, you know, they're able to kill one and then echo or Cassian just picks off the other one basically for free. Um, And I think a lot of people are still stuck in this world where they're like, yeah, I'm going to activation pad with this two wound unit that's going to like do damage or range five. And you know what? Clones are real good right now. So let's take some things that have high velocity and pierce. And I actually think snipers are pretty atrocious into clones, Um, which which we can argue about the validity on whether that's a healthy thing or not. Um, But I definitely think that that's true. I agree. Um, <laughs> I think I'm biased because I've never I've never really liked strike teams, so yeah. I'll agree. But that my agreement is not I've, worth much here because I've I would agree with that point for years. So <laughs> yeah, so um, they feel like they're a necessary component of rebelists in particular, but also to some degree imperialists, simply because they have that high velocity in Pierce, and like some long range high velocity Pierce is better than none. Uh, but. Those those two dice pools are absolute garbage into heavy cover. Um like real I mean, there's only like a 50-50 shot that you even pick up one model. And, uh, and that's if and, barrier isn't on the table. Correct. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that one model is gonna be like boil or something. So um it you know, the day the days of getting like long range no cover shots are one hundred percent gone. And that makes them lose a lot of value you alluded to the casualty removal rules personally i think those were like mostly positive for the game i wish that strike teams had a special way to like still operate the old way uh because two wounds is nothing certainly not for a unit that's almost 50 points um so yeah i think i agree with you i think that you still sort of have to take them especially in rebels because like i mean I guess you could pay up a little bit for FD cannons, but you get more than one or two FD cannons, and like, there's a real diminishing returns on how many FD cannons you can actually make useful. Um, so just because of how rebelists tend to fill out, I think you probably still end up with like two of them. Um, but I see where you're coming from, for sure. Yeah, I think in my experience, the challenge, especially recently, like we're in this new clone meta here uh which was coming but but with with inferno and and dark troopers and some other stuff that was happening anyways like it was already hard to like explain to myself why i was bringing a sniper t- a strike team i'm just like dude i gotta put this these points somewhere else like yeah it's it's extra activations but they're not gonna be doing much you know, I'm mostly going to be hiding them and trying to score points late to try to get, you know, but but I can't put them out there because the ATST will eat them up, uh, you know, or or dark troopers will fly in behind them. And you know, it, it was always just becoming a problem. So I, 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 I agree with you. It's just yeah, I, it's just when you have the points and you don't know where else to put them, you're like, ah, screw it, I'll get myself an extra, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think to your point, Mike, like I got to play. So I played Devil Bounty. I was playing with Devil Bounty against the Devil Bounty list uh, at Crucible, and his, I, I think I had three snipers, and then he also had three snipers, but also one of the snipers was Inferno, and then also a fourth sniper in Iden. And so, like, being able to have that, and he just was able to just 
between Aiden and Inferno and Tax Strike and everything like that was just able to just completely annihilate my two wound guys. That was just I could I couldn't compete. I just couldn't compete. When when you're able to like put range five critical pierce one shots on the board, basically guaranteed, yeah. like you can you just can never expose your snipers ever, which means yeah, they right. don't do anything. Nope, which means they're useless. Yeah, you exactly. know, and it's and it's not like when you move like they're you know Kyle, you were talking about their dice pool, like they are hot garbage when they're moving and shooting. They need that aim token. Yep, like yep. Um, if they don't have that aim token, you might as well not shoot at all. Yep. They, yeah, it's know, like it's like a twenty five percent chance to actually get two paint when you don't have a name token, which is terrible. Yeah, it's so bad. And yeah, um, yeah. anyways, yeah. that's a good one. It was a good one. Yep. All right. Well, I propose. Um, I think that's the less con- the least controversial one we did. We're all like, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, thought, right. I thought that I was gonna have to work harder for that one. Listen, no, again, that's <laughs> the Reese's of of the trick or treat opinions, right there. Everyone yeah. can agree is great, unless you have a peanut allergy, but it's okay. Like, I think it's just because <laughs> people want it to be great too. <laughs> they like strike teams. Rah! That's yeah. fair. But it's hard to drop the old ways. It is. Yeah. It is until your strike teams drop. And then yeah. you're like, oh, okay. And, and I do think it's just a little bit awkward from a list building perspective that, you know, you, you still kind of have to take them Yeah, in, I certain, mean, in certain list structures. I would argue that like Rebel Troopers or Stormtroopers with target, uh, not targeting scopes, Electrobinox is a much better use of 48 points. Oh, I agree with that. If you have, if you, so in, especially in Rebels, there's been lists where I've definitely eating up my six core already and then going well i've still got a lot of points here yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, yeah, what yeah. am i gonna do now i mean you could do ewok <laughs> slingers yeah yeah um the the challenge with slingers is you know there's there's no way in like a normal rebel list to give them access to courage too for purposes yeah, of panic unless you take wicket right um so and not that wicket's bad but it's just it makes your list structure even more awkward than it is already it totally does um so uh, they're good value, but the courage one is killer in a normal rebel list. Um, yeah. All right. Well, any final Halloween thoughts, gentlemen? I like candy and cookies and milk. I'm already sick of candy. I yeah. hope we have trick or treaters because otherwise I'm going to have four bags of candy to eat to myself and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Uh, <laughs> just take it to the office. You should be away. okay. You live in a, you live kind of in town. Yeah, so we do not get trick or treaters where I live. I bet you <laughs> don't. <laughs> you, your house if, is like what some warm kids about. Yeah, yeah. and if, if we somebody do, knocks on your door, weird. you lock it. Yeah, that's right. Right, exactly. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who the heck? They, oh, let me tell you real quick. Real quick. I know people hate my stories, but I don't care. Uh, so I was home. The, so so I was home the other day, and uh, I was doing something down in the basement, and I hear like it's the middle of the day. Everybody's at work or school, and I hear. Like stomping across the floor, I'm like, somebody's in my house. Oh my god, hello! And I don't hear nobody answers, and I'm like, oh. And I hear him go all the way upstairs, and I'm up to our second floor, and I'm like, oh my god. So I like run upstairs. Oh, hello! I'm like yelling, like trying to be the tough one. Hello, (laughs) you know. And I go upstairs, like ready to like, uh oh, I'm gonna have to like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's one of the kids. So he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? I go, did you not hear me saying hello? He's like, yeah. 
I was like, I almost, I killed you. <laughs> and so basically what's happening is our older ones are now getting their licensing licenses. So they just come and go as they please. And so now that's something I have to get used to. It's like, yep. oh yeah, you're just going to come. You're just going to show up at a random time that I wasn't prepared for and think somebody's breaking <laughs> into the house. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, that was, that was. That's you should have confronted them in the Santa costume. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. just I'm keeping this on through the new year, I think. That's right. Just keep it on the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, we are the notorious scoundrels. I'm Hercules. I'm Santa. I'm Mike. I'm the dread red pirate Roberts. <laughs> I can't Stay believe cool Matt. I can't believe my last episode on scoundrels is me signing off as Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Somebody call me Kim. <laughs>